Welcome to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. I'm Shaley Trentum, a higher education practitioner and professor turned consultant, guiding leaders in cultivating creativity and wholeness through learning and development. And this podcast is a whole lot of that, fit into short segments you can listen to over a cup of coffee. Meet me here as I design conversations around leadership that you can authentically integrate into the spaces where you lead and have impact. Cheers. Okay, so today's episode is somewhat of a continuation of episode two that was about creativity and becoming a creative leader. Because it's something I could talk about all day long, (laughs) I decided a second episode that kind of takes the next step was important for you, okay? So the first episode two was about creativity and growing in creative confidence and knowing that you are a creative leader. This episode, Three Steps to Finding Your Flow, is looking at the way that we can break down our daily tasks and schedules as leaders and find the places that bring out our creativity. Because if you are creative, you don't have to be Bill in marketing who knows how to use Photoshop to be the creative leader. Because I promise you that Sarah in accounting finds her creativity when she is mapping Excel spreadsheets and getting everything to add up. I bet that's when she's finding her flow. She is a numbers person and she loves that space. And I've given this talk in an organization actually where my favorite part was after the talk, (laughs) this guy comes up and introduced himself to me as Sarah from accounting. He's like, that's me. I find joy in the spreadsheets. And I love when we can reach that place where we can find out where our creativity comes out. So first, to figure out where we find our flow in the workplace, we have to begin to understand what flow is. And you're in luck because I first came across flow when I was an undergrad in a sports psychology class, and I was also in a radio class. And so our job was to write a PSA to people. And so I actually did a PSA on flow. So that basically means that I've been working on this podcast for 13 years. So flow. Flow is the positive psychology concept developed by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi. He's one of the founders of positive psychology. No, I cannot spell his name for you, but just go type in flow. That's literally the title of his book. And Csikszentmihalyi uncovered the way that we can find our optimal spot for performance. And he called it flow. And the way that I describe flow, I look to professional athletes for this. Because if you talk to professional athletes, what was going on around them during a really big game or during a really big moment, they will tell you that it felt like no one else was in the stadium or in the arena. That all of that noise and chaos fell away and it was silent. Because they were so focused on the ball right in front of them that all they saw was them and the basket. Them and the goalkeeper, them, and that next step that they had to take as an athlete. And they will say that they had worked their whole life to that moment. Time stood still. That brought the USA a World Cup win in a really big year when they had the dream team. They still have the dream team, but it was like the dream team back then. It was Mia Hamm and Julie Foudy and Joy Fawcett and Brandi Chastain. Like, it was the dream team. And so when Brandi Chastain scored that goal and ripped off her shirt and slid across the grass towards the fans, time stood still. And so there are moments in your life when you have experienced flow. It might be in your work when you are sitting in your office and before you know it, three hours have gone by and everyone else in the office has moved on and left for the day. The lights are off. 
but you were feeling that project. And here's what Csikszentmihalyi would say. You find flow when your skills and abilities are perfectly matched to the challenge of the task at hand or the event at hand. So if we look at this on an axis and you can type in uh, like flow graph and find this grid that Csikszentmihalyi created, you can see that we experience different feelings and different emotions depending on the challenge at hand and the abilities that we have to complete that challenge. So if you are like killing it in your job, but to the point where like you're 10 steps ahead, you need a promotion or you need to get out. If you have the skill sets, but you're not challenged in your job and you're left doing these really mundane tasks, you likely are experiencing apathy and boredom. And think about it. If your challenge is really, really high, whatever's on your plate at work, and your ability is low, you still have some learning to do, or your boss hasn't given you the resources that you need. That's a common one. You're probably experiencing anxiety. You're stressed. You're alert. You know that you need to get something done, but you don't have the capacity to get it done. So that's the anxiety on Csikszentmihalyi's model. If your abilities are high and your challenge is low, like I said, you could be experiencing boredom. It could also move to the point of relaxation. You're overconfident. And maybe you're keeping it there. Maybe your abilities are high, your challenge is mid-level, and you're keeping it at a level of control. So we can experience, experience all these things on this chart, but your optimum state of performance, your peak performance is when you find flow because that is when you are focused and happy. And so when employees' skill sets are matched with the right level of challenge, we have happy employees. We have happy leaders. So we have to be able to identify these moments of flow for ourselves so that we can be in that space of happiness in our work. And so I'm giving you three steps to do that. So I kind of hopefully gave you a little bit of a visual of what this looks like. There's that access of abilities and challenge. So what you're going to do, first step, you're going to write down all of your skill sets that you call on in your job. Everything. Even if you're not using it on a regular basis. You might be amazing at developing marketing collateral. Like you can put that together when your team needs to spread a message. But you only get to use that once a year right before the big chili cook-off that you do for staff development. That's okay to put that down because that might be where you find so much joy and happiness. Because remember, happy employees are healthy employees. Happy employees means that we're living an integrated life. It means that we love showing up for work. Okay, so you're making a list of all your skills and abilities, all the training that you've done, all of your education that pours into it, every credential that you have, every piece of expertise that you bring to the table. One, because we should be celebrating that. You are qualified and competent, or you wouldn't be in the job you're in, or you wouldn't be making the move that you're making, okay? That's step number one, write down all of your skills and abilities. Step number two, make another column. I want you to write down all of the challenges you face at work. Think about this in your role. This might be different unspoken roles you carry. This might be actual tasks that you have that you do on the daily. All the way down to reconciling that monthly credit card statement. And the third step for finding your flow, I want you to reflect on those things. On your abilities and skills and then on your activities. And I want you to circle the skills that bring you the most joy when you're using them. The behaviors and the actions that you love. Like whenever I use a creative muscle in my body, we're talking about creativity here, 
I feel joy. I feel filled up at work. Then move over to column two. I want you to circle the challenges or the tasks that you enjoy spending time in. And I want you to map between those two columns. I want you to draw lines of connection. What skill matches which task? Do you have a skill in Photoshop that matches part of your role in developing collateral? Do you have a skill or training in accounting that matches a challenge to build better systems for budgeting and accountability with employees and money in your organization? Like, is there a line of connection? And then I want you to reflect on that. Do you feel engaged when you do that? And are you finding moments of flow where your ideas are, are blowing up, where you can sit and be in the work and feel confident in what you're doing, happy in what you're doing, and spend time there knowing that you are perfectly equipped and ready for the challenge. That's so important to finding flow because then my challenge to you is to find ways to put yourself in those positions more. Because if that only takes up 10% of your time in a workday, find a way to take on a task that meets that challenge more, that utilizes that skill set more. What do you need as a leader to call on, on that capacity more in your week? The first step is recognizing it, and the second step is taking ownership of it and finding agency to go and get more of that. If that means going and getting more of that client, if that means talking to a supervisor and asking for more responsibility in that area, that is such an important step in you taking agency in your leadership development and finding flow more in your life. I hope this was helpful. Thanks for listening to the Coffee on Leadership podcast. Take a few moments to reflect on how you will integrate today's episode into your life. And let me know if it was helpful to your leadership. Reach out, visit my website, or leave a comment. And don't forget to share with colleagues and subscribe for future learning. Until our next cup of coffee together, cheers. Cheers.